Come away by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while, says the Lord to the apostles. It is good to have this gospel in the middle of July when many people go on vacation because Christ himself calls the twelve apostles, the leaders of his church, to pull away and to rest a while. The Sunday rest is provided by God in every week for this same purpose, for everyone to vacate his normal activities at work and at home, to go to a quiet place to rest with the Lord. We have such a place here in our church of Holy Trinity, Hackensack, a peaceful place to be apart for a while with the Lord. The third commandment requires everyone to be mindful of the basic human need for rest in God, to get away from the world in order to be re-energized by some personal time alone with the Lord of the world. Every week, you need a break from your daily work in order to take leisure in God. Even the apostles needed that. Even Christ himself, the Son of God, needed that. Because work can overwhelm you and totally absorb you, which you must not let it do. Because, as Christ says in another place, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and to lose his own soul? Or in in another place, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Analogous to the Sunday rest is the need that we all have for daily rest and nourishment. You must have considered that it's a curious fact that every man, every cycle of 24 hours, has to rest about a third of it. We all take our our night rest. If you don't take it at night, you'll take it in the day. But every man has to rest about one-third of his life every day. Eight hours, give or take a few minutes. And and it's it's a time, it's a very mysterious time, because it's a time of total abandonment to God. Believe in Him or not. Want to or not. So that man's will is not supreme. There is, our power is quite limited. Every day we have testimony to that. Our body wears and we have to nourish it or we die. And we have to rest it or we kill it. We kill ourselves if we don't rest. And that's a symbol, it's a very clear symbol for every man that, that we need. That it's a practice for heaven. 
to abandon ourselves to our Creator, to the one who is in charge of everything, that we don't have control. That's what the Sunday rest gives testimony to. And every day, you need to rest for God. Every day you need to pray some. You need a little Sunday every day, a little vacation every day from the cares of this world to deliberately put yourself in the hands of God. To get away and rest with Him, with Christ. Even at daily Mass, if you can. The daily rosary is very practical, especially in the home or in the car. One man said that the the car was invented to pray the rosary. You even have a hook to hang it on the rear view mirror. Don't let it collect dust. Wear it out so that when it's put in your hands, in your your coffin, it should be well worn and Our Lady will recognize you and, and bring you to the Lord. She promises that. Anyone who spends 15 minutes a day with her. Oh, we had the, on, on Friday we had the feast of, the, of, of Mount Carmel, Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Our Lady promises that, was it Friday or Thursday? I forget now. I think it was Friday. Our Lady promises that those who, who wear her habit, the brown scapular, will not suffer the pains of hell, will be saved soon after their death, go to heaven. Those who have a habit of prayer, with Our Lady especially, will will surely be saved because she's the one who is best united to God in Christ. Along with that, along with the Sunday rest and the daily need to rest in the Lord, there is the Christian custom of doing a monthly day of recollection to have a special day of prayer, voluntarily. Even listening to some Catholic preaching for an hour or two on that special day a month. And yearly, we have the custom and the discipline in the church of the yearly retreat of at least one week. And if you can't do a week, at least one weekend. You must know that all the priests in the world are required by canon law to do what the Lord today takes the apostles to do, to get away for a while with him and rest. Every priest is required to do what is called the canonical retreat by canon law of at least five days. If he doesn't do that, he sins. He promised to do that when he was ordained. To get away alone with God to pray for his people, to look God in the face, to see how he's doing in following the Lord of all and serving the people of God, the church, with his sacramental ministry and his prayer. Every lay person is encouraged to do the same, freely to spend some time every year in a retreat. You have to be judicious. I I said this last night at the 5 p.m. Mass, and one lady came to me after the Mass, very sadly told me that she did a a retreat, and, and 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 the retreat was horrible. The heresy 
that was being taught there and the, and the lack of reverence for the Catholic tradition. She was upset, very upset. I said, yes, you have to be careful. There's much confusion today, even in the church. It's a symptom of the, of the great confusion in the world. And it's, it, it's in the church, too. There are many people who are confused who do not know the, the basic catechism. I think many priests and religious and even bishops and popes, perhaps, would do well to, to read the, the, the penny catechism, the one that starts, who made you? God made you. Why did God make you? God made me to know him and to love him and to serve him in this life so as to be happy with him forever in the next. Very simple and, and, and clear, incisive truth is the Catholic faith given to us by God. There's no confusion there. The light is not darkness. If anybody preaching confuses you regarding the Catholic faith, St. Paul says, reject him, even if an angel should come to teach you something different from what I've taught you. But I'm getting off the point because of what the lady said yesterday. Do your retreat. Find a good place to do it. Your yearly retreat. Even if it's a silent retreat, find a good traditional monastery where they support the, the faith of the church. There are, they exist in this area. It's, hard, it's easy to find in the, in the, on the East Coast here. Certainly within an hour or two of, of, of here. Three hours. New York. New, New York. The, you have the Fatima Shrine. And many religious houses that have contemplative houses which would gladly allow you to spend a few days there in silent prayer. Perhaps with the guide of, of, a, of a spiritual director there at the retreat house or otherwise. And it's recommended that you do it even without your spouse. It's different to do a retreat as a couple and to do a retreat individually. Those are great distractions in serving each other also. It's good to spend some time alone with the Lord and to see how am I doing even with my spouse? How can I do better with my family? To be a t- it, it, it's very important to be a time alone with God in quiet and in peace. It's a preparation for heaven, as I said before. Summer vacation is a time to get away for a while and rest. It's different from the retreat of which I've been speaking. And it's very good to do that. Many many of you probably have already a routine of a week at the shore or or at the mountains somewhere. It's good to get away with the family, to rest a while. But the greatest rest is to rest in God. Make visiting Catholic shrines a central part of your yearly vacation, the center of your vacation. Go to the Mass, especially Sunday Mass on your vacation. Now with the gadgets, it's very easy to find all the Catholic churches nearby. And you can even find their, their, their schedules, their Mass times, etc. And when they're open, it's very convenient. It's a treasure. You, all the shrines and the monasteries you can find with, with the click of a button. Do it on your vacation, especially on your vacation. Say the rosary on the way to the destination and on the way back. 
In the airplane, there's plenty of time. Now, at Newark Airport, I don't know if you know, they're building a new runway. They're delaying flights up to two hours routinely. That's plenty of time to pray. You could pray the, all four parts of the rosary. By the time they even start boarding. And on the plane, it's great. I remember my first visit to Italy in Rome. I'll, I'll never forget the old ladies, the little Italian old ladies, when I was a young man, I went there the first time. It was 1989. What's that? Over 30 years ago. 32 years ago. The old ladies, the little Italian old ladies, praying their rosary on those packed buses in Rome. Not wasting their, their time in, in who knows what. But dedicating the, the free time to the Lord. Make visiting, say the rosary, make visiting the churches part of your free time. The essential, the central part of your free time. Playing, pray in the car. And seek out daily mass, even. The greatest adventure is to find God and his people in every part of the world. I love going to daily mass at the Jersey Shore. There's a nice group of people there. Jesus calls you. Daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly. And even, especially, I should say, on vacation. To come apart a while. To seek him, to find him, to acknowledge him, and to rest with him. You and yours.